Hello everybody and welcome to Brumbagun. You will not get there on a road bike. Episode number two of the mini-series supporting bike EGs with the help of laser and the amazing work, artwork from Alice Summers, aka Summers Tattoo, on the Instagram. First episode was about the artist. We talked about the concept, we talked about everything that was around this amazing piece of art that has been ruffled since last week. A ruffle, how it works, pretty, pretty, pretty easy. You go down into the, how would you call them? Episode notes, yes, nice people call them episode notes or just description, a bunch of words that are below these listening words that I'm talking about. Well, down there you're gonna find a link to better place. You click on the link, you arrive to the landing page of the donation. You donate as much or as little as you can. That's not important. The most important thing is just do whatever you can in support of Bikeegees. At the end of this series, I'm talking about in two weeks, I should have a date as well, yes, on November 24th, I'm gonna just pick, well, better, randomly pick all the people that supported this initiative and just one of you people is gonna have the possibility to bring back home this piece of heart. You listen to the episode with Alice, right? So it's quite easy to say. Alice said quite clearly, this is an helmet that needs to be used and ridden on the roads. So if you win it, you gotta use it. But the most important thing is supporting bike EGs. What's bike EGs? You're gonna know more about that in the next episode, but for now, I can tell you that Bike EGs is an amazing association charity that teaches women refugees how to ride a bike. Not only to have fun, but also to unlock every different possibility that they can have in the city. And it's also a cultural thing. Most of these women come from countries where it's not allowed for them to ride bikes. So unlocking, really, any experience is what is all about. If you want to support this podcast, of course, the most important thing is go and donate to Bike EGs. Whatever else is not worth it. But if you want, if you find somebody, your friends or your peers or people that you're riding bikes with that could be interested in getting the helmet or just in supporting Bike EGs, well, share this episode with them. And another thing that you can do as well is just like, subscribe and do whatever you can do in your application where you're listening to this podcast in order to get a bit more of a trick on the algorithm it's super appreciated ah another thing yes if you want just follow me calamaro cc on the instagram or broom wagon podcast as well on the instagram and everybody involved anyways all the links are down below another great support comes as well from gravgrav gravgrav.cc and it's a great magazine i would say reality community space where you can read about everything that happens outside outdoor in the wild, not only with a road bike. Oof, it was a long intro, isn't it? Episode number one was with the artist Alice Summer. Thanks a lot again, Alice, for being part of this amazing project. Episode number two, this one, is a talk with the laser people, Sophie and Bart. They were at Eurobike. We got something like book the meeting, let's put it in this way, in the middle of the booth and uh, we sat down and we talked about how and why laser values 
are really all based on inclusivity and affordability and everything that is helping people of being a bit more conscious let's say and safe on their bike and of course why they chosen to be into this project together with me supporting bike EGs but we also talked about technology Kineticore is their new technology on the helmets that is really with sustainability in mind has sustainability in mind because less material this means less things that you're putting on your head but also next less thing that you are trashing at the end of the process well people listen to that it was eurobike 2023 july if i remember correctly and this amazing talk with bart and sophie is now here Awesome location because today we are at the Eurobike and awesome location is not because we are at Eurobike but because we are at the Eurobike at the booth of Laser that is assembled really good. There are a lot of helmets of course but also a lot of super nice historical heritage campaigns and super creative things and all the values that we're going to talk about probably today because I can see actually women riding bikes, custom made helmets and that's super amazing and here at the booth i will talk actually with somebody who was really well involved in the project that we're going to talk about in one second and also in the technology of the canvas that we use for this project so basically i'm talking with sophie and bart from blazer how are you doing people very well i've kind of lost my voice already but it seems it's a good show so all good yeah a lot of effort you put into this show actually sophie it's uh i mean your commitment it's quite important i like it yeah well we want to uh, represent our brand as much as we can in the best way so yeah we give it our all that's perfect that's perfect what about you bart all good it was this is actually maybe to give a bit of a context this is the third day of show that's why sophie already lost her voice it's not already <laughs> No, that's correct. Um, it's the third day today and I am one of the persons who really loves being at Eurobike, like most of the people over here, I guess, I assume. Um, I'll be here for the full five days, so I've been a bit more... Um, yeah, I've been saving my voice maybe a little bit more than Sophie. Because so, you uh, still have a bit of way to go, right? Definitely, until Sunday evening I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, it's a good show, I saw a lot of people, a lot of nationalities again. Uh, much more than previous years, so mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's a really good sign for the business. Um, yeah, no, all good so far. That's amazing, that's amazing. So people, we are here because of course we're going to talk about what we said already, so the show, we're going to talk about the product and everything, but most importantly we are running together this awesome project. I remember that the talk with Sophie probably it was one euro bike ago and we got really involved into the conversation of having this project together, talked about values of the brand, talking about values of course of the podcast that you all know people and we put together a super nice concept and the concept is a customized unique artistic project on one of your helmets and we're talking about the Strada Kineticore technology and uh, yeah in order to give some support to a cause that is really close to to our values and the cause is actually the cause of this charity called bike Gis that is sits in berlin and gives to women refugee women uh, the possibility of learning how to ride bikes 
because it's a quite of a statement because of course a bicycle gives you empowers you to do many things especially for women that in their original country they cannot ride bikes most of the time and being in a new country they it unlocks a lot of doors so all the things coming together with this amazing project. How do you feel with it, people? And uh, why actually, at a certain point, probably it's a conversation that we have to uh, take off together, Sophie, how did you think, okay, this is a good project, what's everything behind that, and how you felt comfortable of give this a go? Um, well, it has um, a few angles, but I think it was um, from start very, very interesting to um, really show that laser is not only about road racing and about high-end male focused um, lasers much more um, and it also in our mission for instance says we care for all cyclists in the world um, and really working on this project together women refugees the, the um, urban uh, movement as well involved it's just everything what laser stands for and what we want to stand for uh, and therefore it's just great that we got involved and, and talked about it and that we now actually here making it uh, uh, possible so yeah we are very proud and very happy that uh, we managed to make it and we have also the helmets close to our hands and that's uh, just an amazing thing no that's super nice maybe starting since the beginning i would love to have a couple of words from you people can you give us a splash an idea into the laser maybe not only stories but value and whatever the brand itself yeah, definitely. So I think it's important to know that laser has been out there for already more than a hundred years. Nice. So that means that we've got a very long history. Um, we are currently based in Mechelen, uh, which is a, a city in between Antwerp and Brussels in Belgium. So mm -hmm. we're still a Belgium-based company. Um, about the values that, that we have very high on, on our priority list, like Sophie already said, that we want to provide safety to all cyclists in the world, basically. So mm -hmm. that means we have helmets for from young kids little little babies basically until yeah. the high-end professional mountain micro downhill racer uh, road cyclist and all in between so we that is also why we are so proud to be part of this project yeah um, a helmet gives you a feeling of safety because it gives you safety it keeps you safe when you have a crash on the bike of course uh, and in this project you already mentioned that it's not always easy for those uh, women to find the confidence and the balance and like to to go out there on a bike in a new country and then if you're wearing a safe helmet that gives you the confidence to go out there so that is one of the reasons why we are super proud to to participate in this project mm. no that's super nice and actually thanks a lot for making this happen and as i was saying i think that the values of uh, how are different things that we are pushing forward they're quite similar and this gives also i mean to all of us a good hope for the future so it's not only, as you were saying, people, okay, safety is really important, but it's actually extending this safety to many people. Maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is also the case of your development of technology, because today we are sitting here and we are talking about a helmet that has a new technology inside, that is the Kinetic Core. And uh, as I remember, and maybe you can tell me more about that, Kinetic Core was actually built and produced to have, of course, a boost in technology, but also to make a helmet more protective for your head, but also using less material and also at a certain point, less expensive, right? So instead of adding things up, you took things out in order exactly. to have the same and even more protection, but in, uh, let's say, a cheaper, but still super valuable 
product. I, I would say in a more comfortable way. That's uh, a way, it's a good thing. Basically, yeah, you, you already gave a, a good summary. But a question that we always ask ourselves is like, um, how do you make the best possible helmet? Mm. And I think a lot of helmet manufacturers ask themselves the same question. Um, but that is, that is what we all have to do. And we got to the conclusion that, of course, the best helmet in the world needs to be a very very safe helmet because it's a safety product so that's of course rule number one you need to create the, the safest helmet out there or one of the safest helmets out there uh, but in addition uh, the helmet also needs to be very comfortable because you might have the safest product in the world but if it's not comfortable people will not want to wear it so then yeah Makes it does sense. not really serve the purpose um, so the helmets need to be say, as safe as possible, but at the same time as lightweight as possible. Because a helmet of three kilo might be super safe, nobody's going to wear it. Mm -hmm. And the ventilation as well um, needs to be uh, taken into consideration, because a helmet cannot be too hot, Yes, basically. And if you can do those two things, um, also thinking about the environment, the sustainability, like the impact that you have uh, on, on the environment, um, those three uh, pillars, those three categories are really something that uh, need to be considered when making the safest helmet in the world, the best helmet in the world, basically. Yeah. So safety, comfort and sustainability. And with Kinetikor, we managed to get there. That's perfect. How, is, uh, how was it received by the market anyways? Because as I was saying, it's a new technology and uh, it's, quite, it's quite interesting because it's a different approach, right? But... Talking about the technology at that side and the new product, how was the reaction, the feedback? What about? Um, so yeah, we launched uh, last year, so we're now in the market for uh, just over a year. Um, and at first everyone was like, oh, what is this? And then you start telling the story and people get it and, and are actually really enthusiastic about it, mm -hmm. uh, just because of the piece that uh, Bart just explained. But of course it's it's um, a new technology and, and, and people are not very familiar with it yet. Um, so it, it's going to take a lot of time to also make sure that everyone is aware of it. Um, and having said that, it's not just the technology that needs to be people get aware of, but also the reason why we add that technology. Um, so if you crash, for instance, you have a direct impact, but also rotational impact. Absolutely. And that rotational impact, not everyone is aware of. Uh, so it's actually telling two stories. is why you need the technology and why our technology is the best to use. Um, but yeah, everyone is actually very positive if, if you explain why and, and what it does. Um, so we're very confident that over, let's say, a few years, um, yeah, people will be full on kinetic or we hope. Yeah, no, it's nice. Um, still talking about actually the helmet itself. Another, so the technology story itself, of course, as I was saying, um, the helmet that we use for this amazing project, by the way, shout out to Alice, the artist who made it. I think I, we have to mention her in every episode. She made an amazing piece and that's great. Um, but talking about, so we use the Strada, right? And uh, why it's super cool and everything. But Kinetico still talking about inclusion and everything like that and giving the possibility to everybody to use the highest peak of technology for their safety. It's not only about her bikes and that's it. You were telling me us, uh, they were telling us before Bart that you have helmets for every kind of discipline and any kind of use and also any kind of stage in your life. So where can you apply that and what's next? That is indeed one of the beauties of this, of this technology. It's completely integrated and that means that we don't need to put any extra materials to it. Mm -hmm. So that's where the sustainability comes in. We don't add any plastic or other material to the helmet. Uh, we even reduce the use of EPS 
in the helmet. So therefore, it automatically becomes... When we talk about EPS, we're talking about what? Good question. Um, I yeah. always take this for granted, so thank you <laughs> no, for reminding me. <laughs> it's not com common knowledge. Uh, EPS is basically the material of which a helmet is made. So if you look on the inside of the helmet, you will most likely see like this uh, black, grayish uh, material. That's EPS. Expanded polystyrene. Makes for sense. those who want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. So you're um, telling us that you are using less EPS. Exactly. So less EPS. Um, basically, it's sufficient to know that we need less material and we don't add any other material like plastics or anything else to make the helmet safer. Mm -hmm. That means that it does not come at an extra cost and we can implement this technology in children's helmets, uh, adult helmets, commute helmets, like name it, and we can we can integrate it. Whereas similar technologies that have been out there, like for example, MIPS, uh, a wave cell, um, they perform really well in terms of safety. Uh, but we feel that our technology um, enhances the comfort uh, and it does not affect the price. And that was, I think, what you were Probably asking me. Probably saying cheaper before was not the right way to say it because cheap is always More a bad affordable. thing. Affordable, thank you, Sophie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean, in this kind of situation, the marketing person that is in me slips around and a bit more the media person arrives and I try to be too harsh, probably, but affordable makes sense. Oh, exactly. So we, you, you find our helmets starting from already around 30 euro, mm -hmm. which is pretty revolutionary for helmets that offer this level of protection. And up until of course, the, the more expensive helmets uh, that you find out there. But it's not exclusive for helmets above a certain price point. And that is also where inclusivity um, comes comes into the game. So yeah. we we don't only make this for people who can't afford, who can afford. That's, a, that's a fact. We are talking about a technology that takes out something and to give an extreme protection anyways. But usually when you're launching a new helmet, you are running into tests, right? Yes. How did the new technology perform this test? Yes, so there is in Europe, we have a certification that you need to have before you can actually sell a helmet on the market. That is a CE certification. Um, if you reach that CE certification, uh, you, you just have it. So you can't say that this helmet is safer than that helmet. You also can't do that with the technology. Okay. That's that's sufficient. So yeah. if you buy a helmet in the shop, you know it's, it's safe, okay. basically. However, there is an institute in the US which is called Virginia Tech uh, that a lot of brands are referring to and every brand can send their helmets to Virginia Tech and they perform some tests, including the rotational protection, which is, by the way, not included in the CE certification. Mm -hmm. uh, and Virginia Tech, because it's their own testings, uh, they give you a score. Three means that's like benchmark, three is the minimum that a helmet should score. Four means that it's better than average obviously and five is best uh, best of the class yes and with kineticore we managed to always get a five or a four star okay. so that is for us uh, the confirmation that kineticore offers the highest level of safety that makes sense okay no it's uh it's really really super nice and this as you were saying i mean this is actually the benchmark that you want to reach when you're launching a new technology yeah. you want to be at the same level or even better of the technology that we are already developing yeah, and if I can just add something, um, it's um, from the very start when we start making the helmet, very early in the process we start doing those tests to see where we would get on the safety level. Mm -hmm. um, and if we see that we are getting below four, 
we go back to the drawing table. We don't want to launch mm. any product that goes below the four. So that's really to stress how important safety is for the product and for laser. Absolutely, absolutely. No, that's uh, that's quite nice, and actually that's super, super good because I mean, at the end of the day, we are putting our head into something, and as soon as we are wearing the helmet. We want to be safe, so you don't want to think about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we are cyclists here, probably, and we all actually use helmets. And uh, once that you put the helmet, you think, okay, it's done. Let's move forward. Of course, I still believe that we also like to put helmets on for the design because we like cool things. So, but that first of all, safety. First of all, actually, the other way around, safety first. Mm -hmm. Then we think about yeah. everything else. Yeah, the best example for that is the, the downhill racers, actually. Uh -huh. If they have the helmet in their hands, they just need to know they are safe. Absolutely. If they feel like, uh-uh, then they will go for another helmet. That's true, that's true, that's true. Um, no, that's, uh, that's quite nice. Maybe, do we want to go, yes, let's do that. Let's go one second into the different use then. What helmets do you have then now at the moment with the Kinetic Core technology? There are actually already 17 models that we have wow. with Kinetic Core. I was Core. swearing on microphone, sorry people, I will cut this. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> well, we, have, we have like two children helmets, we have four mountain bike helmets, we have five in the road category, uh, we have two full face helmets, a time trial helmet, commute, urban, so it's really all over. Travel. Gravel. Gravel I think gravel. that Sophie has to say something about the gravel helmet. Go ahead. Yeah, it's our latest addition. That's why uh, I <laughs> want to stress it again. Um, no, we, we um, as we obviously gravel is very important, so we also want to be there. Uh, we launched now just at Eurobike and uh, a gravel helmet for the mid-level graveler. Um, so it's on top of the road. We also have now this uh, gravel category uh, available as well. That's perfect. And it's a bit of a, can I say that? It's a bit of a mix between... Uh, a road helmet and a mountain bike helmet. Um, if you want, if I insane something wrong, kick me out from the booth. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay. Okay. <laughs> no, indeed, it's um, it kind of depends what kind of graveler you like. Um, if you like the 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 wide roads with with open air and and going faster, uh, then you would grab for a proper road helmet with lots of ventilation. Um, but if you like more like mountain bike type, windy roads, um, small in the forest, um, then we do see that the trend goes more direction mountain bike with more protection at the back and uh, little visors now and then to protect from low hanging tree, uh, tree branches. Um, so literally a gravel element is literally your type of riding. If you're a forest graveler, I'd say, then go for mountain bike style. If you're more a roadie, then you're yeah, take the road helmet. It's, it's, it's what like, you feel comfortable with. Absolutely. It's absolutely what gravel is at the end of the day. Make your own ride. Then, yeah, indeed. It's yeah, it's not about performance. It's about having fun on the bike. Absolutely. Or, of course, there are gravel races, but yeah. the core of the sport is, I think, just enjoying. Absolutely. No, that's, uh, that's the best. I know it's a bit more in the direction also of the mountain bike or something like being chilled, of course, having fun in the downhill, but also being chilled, spend a good day outside and... Uh, if you can, maybe don't think 100% of your performances. And that's exactly also the idea of the, the gravel direction. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask you there, and it's a bit more about the values now, let's kick into that, of laser. Um, the first thing that comes into my mind is that you are doing, in terms of inclusivity, a lot of projects and a lot of support also to, uh, to paracycling. So, for example, here I have a couple of persons that I wrote down, so something like Tim Salan and Clara Brown. 
tell us a bit more actually how do you support also this side of the sport the paracycling and how you actually empower these people with safety of course but also with anything else um yeah we um actually like we do with any other athlete no matter if you're women paracyclist mm -hmm. or, or yeah male high end um yeah. we just offer the same service to everyone yeah. um if somebody comes to us and they if somebody comes to us and they they um feel comfortable in laser and they they believe in laser then we're just happy to offer with any helmet they they need for their race or for their their uh, level of riding um but also for instance if we we have lots of deals with uh, the federation so the belgian federation yes. the, the dutch federation is also um we also have a partnership with uh, and it means that we don't only go for one type of the the cycling they do for the federation but literally everyone so it's also paracycling it's it's women's racing it's it's everyone mm -hmm. um and that's also what we do with uh, team jumbo visma that we sponsor uh, we don't sponsor the men we also sponsor the women mm -hmm. we sponsor the development team it's literally everyone we sponsor one big team basically and that goes for for every discipline that we we yeah. uh, partner up with that's nice that's all nice. inclusive all inclusive makes sense no yeah because also it's it's um as you talk about values in the written down values of laser it's written yeah. universality and that's literally what we try to um, apply as much as possible in everything that we do so basically then universality is super great point uh universality it means as we have been spoken since the beginning is not only going to different genders or different capabilities on the bike but it's also going to all the disciplines right so really they had uh, I would say the, the the value and actually the things that you're trying to push forward is no matter what be safe on the bike yeah exactly um, and that's why um, universal is quite a universal words to use the same <laughs> yes, it um, but it, it is literally covering a lot of aspects it's it's we make head protection for everyone no matter your type of riding no matter your your gender or, or yeah who you are or how you feel we just make head protection for everyone and indeed it comes down to giving a helmet to whoever needs it for his bike that's perfect that's absolutely perfect another initiative actually that is also for sure part of your uh, of your values that I saw around. I mean, let's kick into that quite quick because I mean, we're talking about custom made helmets and custom graphics or whatever. Let's talk about the Paris-Roubaix helmet and what's behind that. I can see actually on your t-shirts and on your yeah merch, I would say, this cool logo with use your brain. Ah, sorry, use your hat. Exactly. Use your hat. <laughs> Tell us more about that. Um, yeah, it's um, it was an idea that has been with us for um, I would say actually a few years already. Um, well, if you go back a lot of time um, or a few years back, use your head is also the company tagline. So it's laser okay. use your head. Yeah, um, it always has been there, and, and like uh, we took it for granted, right? We make head protection, so use your head and wear a helmet. Uh, but we never really activated that phrase, um, and as our main or the core of our business is head protection, we really need to uh, make people understand why you would need to wear a helmet. Um, and now with the, the e-bike evolution, I would say, uh, you see more and more accidents with um, lots of um, head injuries because lots of people cycle at the highest speed at the moment. Yeah. Um, and 
because of the entire evolution of the cycling, we're talking about the urban uh, movement and, and, and people, more people going for bikes instead of cars, we really felt like it's the moment to activate our company tagline for yeah. the fullest. Yes. Um, and then together with the, with the team Jumbo Visma, um, we came up with the idea to use the team to really spread the message as much as possible. And then we agreed on uh, taking one key race, which was Paris-Roubaix, um, to go more than, because obviously we're a Belgian company and that's our core uh, country, so to say, but we, we, have, we, are worldwide, um, we have worldwide distribution, also Laser is a global company. Um, so we took a race that also has that global coverage. Uh, hence, we went for Paris-Roubaix. And uh, yeah, we put lots of effort in there to just make this crazy design that really popped out. And a lot of people say, what is this helmet? But if you like it or not, the main reason was to grab attention and make people talk about it mm. and realize um, or look into why they should wear helmets. Um, and we really wanted to make it all over the, the marketing campaign, not only for, for this year, but for the next three, four, whatever, forever, basically. Mm -hmm. um, hence, we also made merchandise and, and stickers and really to carry out the message as much as possible. That's nice. And how was it received? You were talking before, right now, actually, Sophie, that you like it, you like the helmet or not, but at least we talked about that, right? So you exactly. make an impact. How was it received? And how did you hear any feedback or already some results, people that actually engaged the conversation because of it? Uh, yeah, we actually, um, uh, obviously, yeah, what we see is, is lots of uh, Belgium and the Netherlands because, as I said, that's, that's our course. It's also the first we get, but from the weekend it got launched. Um, we got over 8 million uh, value worth, worth of media value just with that one message. So many newspapers, radio, tele television stations picked it up. Um, it was all over social media. Um, so in media value, we got so much out of it. Um, which actually means that so many people saw the message. Um, and then um, what we see now is that on a regular basis, it's still in the news because actually as we speak, there is a newspaper in Belgium talking to our uh, R&D director in the office because wow. they're going to make an article again on why is it so important and what does a crash do with your brain? So it's really an, a hot topic at the moment. And, and um, yeah, we can only hope that that the message will be carried around much, much more and not only for laser, but just for, for everyone. It's not just a um, wear only a laser helmet. No, it's just wear a helmet that you feel comfortable with and safe with. So. Oh, nice. No, that's, uh, that's super perfect that you're right. At the end of the day, the main part of your work, of course, I mean, uh, the big part, the commercial part, the business part is actually to sell the helmets, but also to try to spread around the feelings and spread around the um, the idea that wear a helmet is always a good thing. Of course, should not be, in my opinion, mandatory to do that, but should be a consistent and uh, an idea, a confident idea. I need to wear a helmet to be a bit more safe and uh, because there are a lot of risks. So yeah. as soon as we talk about that, it's good to have a helmet there. Yeah. And it's, it's not just a bit more safe. I mean, it, it, you're right. you are much more safe when you're riding a helmet, especially when there is then a technology with that offers protection against rotational impact as well, like Kinetic Core. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that was something that I wanted to no, you said, I mean, quickly thanks add. A lot, <laughs> thanks a lot for stressing it out. So but you know, uh, you know, we get like weekly emails, really. I think it's on average maybe one or two emails a week that we receive from people worldwide saying uh, thank you for saving my life. Sometimes with some pictures of the crashed helmet or of, of their head injury actually as well. Um, not always that nice to see, but it does always give a nice uh, feeling that you know that you contributed to saving a life somehow. Sounds pretty crazy, but in the end that is what, what the helmet does, uh, it saves your life. So you're much more safe and it's only, I know that we are like super deep into this because it's our job and we get those emails, mm -hmm. but if you see these emails and pictures passing by frequently, only then you realize like how important it is to always wear a helmet because none of these people that had a crash were thinking before they got out that day, I might have a crash today. Absolutely. So it's like a, like a seatbelt in a car. You, you don't think about it, just wear it. Um, and that is basically where we need to go with the helmet as well. Well, not we, like where everybody needs to go with the helmet. Sure, in the urban uh, riding, I'd say, because if you're on a road bike or a gravel or mountain bike, it's, um, yeah, you rarely see somebody without a helmet. Yeah. But if you're commuting on a daily basis, you can count on one hand, so to say, if it's not mandatory, uh, yeah. you can just count on one hand how many people wear a helmet and actually, it's okay, they might not go as fast as a, a road rider sometimes, but they're in a very, um, how you say it, like a, a busy environment with so many cars, so many other types of transport. So, mm. yeah. The variables sure are super uh, high. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I remember that actually, <laughs> that's, I have two stories about that. Once, actually, I lived in Berlin for quite some years, and I was usually not wearing a helmet while commuting in the city in winter time until when at a certain point in spring everybody i mean you can imagine springtime in berlin as soon as the sun comes out everybody's out on the bike and i saw how dangerous it is because you have so many variables and you don't see it because i mean you cannot reflect yourself what you are what's there so you don't see your head around without a helmet when you're commuting in the city but you see the other people how many risks they are taking and now how many close calls you can have and then after that time i said helmet all the time and this was one of the story. And the second story that I have actually, I was at in Tuscany riding bikes, and of course I was doing something. It's not in my. I mean, it's something that you can do, but not if you have the skills like I have, so really poor skills on mountain biking. I was going up the hill in a tra on a trail on uh, a super capable bike, I have to say, but it was really a mountain bike trail. I was going up. I actually took a wrong turn or whatever, so I bounced into a rock uphill so I was going super slow and then I was almost crashing into a river so I crashed on the floor and I was actually going into a really into a river straight away into a ditch <laughs> and I hit my head I broke the helmet and I was going slow and uphill on a trail it was actually a laser genesis just we're talking about laser yeah. that's what it is then after that I said okay you know what I take this one I trash it that it had a huge crack on that and I was going, it was almost quite new. It has, it was, I mean, I think at that time it had something like one year. So it was one year old. And you really think, okay, you know, I was going slow. Anyways, in a trail, on a trail, but still super slow. And then you crash and you crack the helmet. So. Exactly. That's, that's the kind of stuff that happens. It, it just happens and you're never preparing for this to happen. So just. Be sure that you prepare. This is a weird sentence, but you know what I mean. No. Just wear a helmet, and if it happens, then at least you'll be protected. So if you are like with friends or family, or it doesn't matter, and you start telling these stories, 
no doubt somebody else will be like, oh yeah, I had a similar story because I was, one day I was there and that happened or a friend of me, we all know people who were saved by a helmet or Absolutely. who unfortunately did not wear a helmet and then uh, got some worse injuries. Mm. So yeah, the message is very easy basically, yeah. just uh, use your head. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, quickly to wrap everything uh, around that. I just want to hear your feelings. I mean, the first conversation was between you and I, actually, Sophie, when we kicked off this conversation of the project that we are doing together. So as soon as actually probably I sent you the first email or as soon as we have the meeting here and we were talking about let's make something special, let's make something unique um, that is going to be a piece of art on a helmet and let's try to support Baikigis, this charity, and let's try to make something together. So we're going to talk about, of course, your core, we're going to talk about helmet, we're going to talk about inclusivity, we're going to have some political, really political uh, kind of, uh, um, it's not commitment, but statement on uh, really giving the possibility to women to do something more with a donation, but also by giving them through a design something really visible on how a bike can really change life of people. What was in your head? What did you think? How did you actually came out with the idea and say, okay, Stefan, okay, let's do it. It's going to be a great idea. It's going to be a good support. And I want to put my effort as laser as a company, but also as a person so that we're sitting here on it. Um, it's actually, um, I'm going to repeat myself a few times, I think, but um, it all comes down that um, I think what I said in the very beginning that laser is not just high-end road and um, I think it's very important that people also know that we're not just high-end road and the entire project just fits very well in who laser is um, so when you told me about um, the project with, um, with the refugees and, and, and them lear learning to ride basically um, it's just something that we from a brand perspective we find it very important um, we want everyone to ride a bike because it's also helping on the sustainability level, get everyone on a bike instead of a, a car. Um, and then also making sure that these people that are not familiar with bikes feel an extra protection because they have a helmet. It's just, yeah, it, it's just what we want to help with to make them confident on their bike in the city. Um, and then the other thing, with uh, especially with, with the design um, or our designer to make this helmet, um, often people are not, well, yeah, I'm going to use often. One of the reasons is that people don't want to wear helmets is because they don't look good. You look like a mushroom. Okay. That's what we hear okay. um, for urban riders. Okay. Um, and I think we also should stress that a helmet can be very nice and looking good and fashionable. Uh, so having a project with an artist making something crazy on a helmet gives just a different perspective on a helmet as well. So there were just lots of um, separate aspects in, in what we talked about that just perfectly fit in who Laser is and, and, and what we want to yeah carry out to the, the rest of the world, basically. So, yeah, that's, that's what went through my head. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Okay, okay. And now I want to make more or less the same question to Bart as well. As soon as actually you saw this project coming together and you were actually hooked in and involved in this conversation, what was actually what popped into your mind? What did you think about the project? And how do you feel like comfortable of having this conversation supporting this project? I just love it. 
basically. Yeah, no, I you mean it. it's it's not always about supporting big teams and about selling millions of helmets and about making big turnovers. But I think if you can make a change in in if you can make a change by contributing in in this amazing initiative, then that that's that's a no-brainer. <laughs> Use your head; it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> sorry for that one. <laughs> it was like a nice pun. It's okay. Yeah. We're gonna cut it. Yeah. We're gonna keep it. That sometimes happens. <laughs> um, but no, it's amazing. I, I I think we as a company are proud that we can contribute to this. And, okay. And Sophie basically gave already a very nice explanation. I feel the same. It's it's great to contribute to to this project. That's perfect. Well, people, I would say that it was an amazing conversation. I don't know, do you want to add something? Do you think that it's something else that you want to add? Do you want to shout out to people on about something or just say the last words on the podcast? I mean, I mean in this episode, even better. Uh, I don't want people to feel bored, but just use your head. Makes sense. <laughs> use your head, definitely. <laughs> perfect. Sophie Bart. Thanks a lot for this amazing conversation. Thanks a lot to the a lot to the support actually for this amazing project. I'm gonna probably keep on saying thank you until when at four o'clock I'm gonna pick up my train and then I keep on saying it also in our next conversation. But having a partners like Laser supporting an initiative like this that can be small but still can have a lot of impact, it's really a game changer. Gives at least myself on with the Broomwagon podcast, but also myself personally on keeping on doing these things in order to give visibility to a super important topic that is health protection, but also to the values behind. It's cool to see a brand standing behind values of inclusivity in this way. So really, thanks a lot, people. It was an amazing conversation. And thanks a lot for the support. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks a lot, Sophie, and thanks a lot, Bart. Now you can really understand what stands behind everything around laser is not only the brand representing three of the three winners of the stage races big stage races in road cycling it's not only that but it's not only that it's not only road cycling it's not only big pro it's also about everybody on the bike and bart and sophie discuss with me about that really on a lot of details and you can also understand how much technology it's really driving this company on accomplishing their goal and their value everybody protected on the bike i think it's just uh, amazing and refreshing listening to brands like this that are ready to support an independent podcast like myself like mine on making the difference on a project that is really close to everybody's heart. Thanks a lot, really, Laser, for making this happen. And I have to say also thanks to Susan, that was actually my main contact for this project, Susan at Laser. Uh, I hope you're listening around also this episode, and I hope that actually you listen also to my little words saying thanks a lot. You are really you really helped making the difference on this project. Well, I think that you now, people, after listening to this episode, you need to know again how to take part to the raffle, to the giveaway of the amazing helmet, unique helmet designed and painted from Ellis Summers, AKA Summers Tattoo on the Instagram. Better place, link down below in the description or also in the link in bio of Calamaro CC. You click on that, you donate, and on 24th of December, I'm gonna randomly choose one person that is gonna get home this helmet. And Alice said that during the first episode, if you get it, you gotta use it. 
I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I do and I hope that you really are keen of really donating to Bikeigees. Bikeigees, the charity in Berlin who teaches women refugees on riding a bike because this can unlock their life in the city and also their personality and also making really something more for their life, especially if they're coming from countries where they are not allowed as women to ride bikes. Thanks a lot for listening, people. It's really refreshing getting back on the podcast with this project. And it's really refreshing working together with amazing brands and amazing people. And I'm already, I already talked about Laser. I already talked about Teddy Summer. But we have to talk about Bikey Geese. You're going to listen a bit more uh, from them on the next episode. And also GravGrav.cc that is supporting this awesome series. I will talk to you next week. And betterplace.org the link is down below to the project that i told you donate to bikigis get home this awesome helmet bye <laughs>